One of my favorite Catholic thinkers and writers of our time is a man by the name of J.D. Flynn. He's a journalist from Colorado who writes for an outlet called The Pillar. And he has an interesting story and an interesting family dynamic. He and his wife have three kids, the youngest of which is their biological son. But the older two, a boy and a girl, are both adopted and both have Down syndrome. And he regularly writes uh, in his outlet about his experiences as a father under those quite unique circumstances. As someone who chose to welcome two people into his family that the world would have otherwise discarded, ignored, or even thought not worthy of living. And he wrote a column earlier this month uh, that I think addressed two main things. Uh, the first of which was the phenomenon of children with special needs who, uh, who are aborted out of a concern over quality of life, uh, but also the trend of more and more young couples willingly choosing not to have any children. Again, not because they're unable, that's a totally and completely different thing, but willingly, deliberately choosing not to have any children uh, and bragging about it online, about how much better their lives supposedly are uh, not having children. They refer to an internet lingo as dinks, dual income, no kids. And J.D. Flynn wrote a wonderful reflection about sort of these two phenomenon and as it relates to his own life. And the quote's a little long, but I think it's important for us to really just reflect on today. So in relation to his two children with Down syndrome, uh, J.D. writes, It is good that my children require more of me than I think I have to give. It is good that loving them requires capacity beyond my reserves. My children require that I cast out into the deep, that in patience, presence, and assistance, I go beyond where I wish to go, and beyond even where I can go, on my own. Because here's the thing, out there in the deep, that's where grace is. That's where I found something that seems like joy. Out there in the deep, that's where the Lord is. Which means that's where we can find the meaning of our lives. All of us are called into some kind of deep. Something out there beyond our own capacity for self-gift. And this one just happens to be mine. It seems to me that when our culture talks about quality of life, this is what we should be talking about. The quality of life we experience and the demanding discipleship of love. It is a fool's errand to pretend that a life of love will not prove demanding, because it absolutely will. Whether that means pouring ourselves out for children, or aging parents, or the sick or the suffering, or even a priest in his parish, a life of love demands more from us than we actually have. It demands that we rely on love himself. Because here's the good news. Relying on him also means that we know him. Depending on him means that we are his and he is ours. That's where we get a real quality of life, out in the deep with the Lord. And that's where any of us should want to be. I read these words earlier this month and they were just so beautiful. Beautiful reflection on the meaning of family life, especially as it relates to this beautiful feast day of the Holy Family. I think they're so apropos for us to hear, regardless of our vocation. 
Because as J.D. Flynn wrote, love compels us out of our comfort zone and into the deep. That is the case for any vocation. But today in particular, we reflect on the beauty of the family and the vocation of marriage. Because a well-lived marriage will be full of those moments being thrown out into the deep. Whether it's the hot mess of getting the family ready for mass on a Sunday morning, and then somehow having to tackle the rest of the day because getting everyone to mass wasn't hard enough. Or taking care of aging parents. Not necessarily something we think about when we're young, but it's a reality for so many families. Or maybe the couple struggling to conceive and having to put their trust in God's plan. Or even just in marriage itself, how man and woman, how husband and wife selflessly love and die to their individual selves. Arguably, God is more present in these moments of family life than in the Instagram-worthy snapshots. Because, in, because there, when we have to abandon our agenda and throw out the plans, we have to dive right into the deep. To dive into the life and the needs of another. And yes, our world is quite fixated on quality of life. But in reality, our world is really only fixated on eliminating anything and unfortunately anyone who causes the slightest inconvenience to our well-laid plans and fragile egos. And the family cuts right through that. And the quality of our lives is truly determined by how well we meet the demanding discipleship of love. And yes, there are times where we might think that choosing to love this person, this child, is asking too much of me. To which God would simply reply, good. Because that is where we should be. You can even think of Simon Peter, when he was called by Christ, how Jesus literally called him into the deep water to cast his net into the deep. And what was Peter's response? Master, we have worked all night and we have caught nothing. How often have we said those words in our families and in our homes? Like, I have worked so hard and there has been no fruit from this. But what did Simon Peter say? Lord, but at your command, I will lower the nets. And of course, he gets an amazing catch of fish. I know in my own family, I think of my sister and her husband. As many of you know, about a month and a half ago, I became an uncle for the first time. Uh, they're new parents. They've been up all night for feedings and crying newborns. And the little girl, Lucy, she was born on a Monday, and I decided that next Sunday to go over to their house and have mass for them in the home, sort of a present from an older brother, because I can do such things. And um, we had mass together for them in their home, so they wouldn't have to you know, worry about going out for their first week. And getting to see my sister and her husband, I had never seen them more tired and more thrown out of their comfort zone in the span of about seven days. But over the course of that mass praying together, really just sort of putting that whole week together and offering it up to the Lord, I could tell that over the course of that week, they had known in one of the most profound ways imaginable how much they had been loved by God and by each other. It was a legitimately emotional thing for the two of them to pray together in their home having mass with a newborn in the other room. And I'm sure, again, a little bit, you know, dreary-eyed and tired, you would have asked my sister and her husband, how's your quality of life? They would have both said, never better. Never better. On this beautiful feast day of the Holy Family, brothers and sisters, 
Let us give thanks for the ways that God throws us out into the deep through our families. And ask ourselves, how well do I handle being thrown into deep water in my family? Where is God calling me out of my comfort zone to find a deeper love and to find him? We give thanks today for the gift of the family, of mothers and fathers and daughters and sons. God, we thank you for the ways that your love is made present in our homes and the relationship of man and woman lived out in marriage. And pray that all of us might embrace being thrown into the deep, thrown out of our comfort zone, so that our sacrificial love might be more perfected and enrich our families for the better.